Hello, listeners. Thank you for tuning in. This is your host CC Wong, and you're listening to my interview podcast, where I chat with people from all walks of life to hear their stories and to share insights we can all learn from. In my corner of the world, the snow is just beginning to melt, with spring on the horizon. It's been two years since the COVID-19 pandemic shut down our societies, and this year I intend to travel again as pandemic restrictions begin to lift around the world. I have invited George Kahe here today, who is a longtime traveler, to tell us all about traveling in 2022. George is the founder of Touristica International, an award-winning magazine covering the tourism industry based in Quebec, Canada. Now he and I met back in 2016 on a press trip to Turkey, and we quickly became good friends. During the pandemic, George continued to cover the tourism sector with its new regulations and changes. So I caught him up to find out the current state of travel, and to get his recommendations on where to go this year for listeners like me who are itching to be on the move again. Along the way, we also talked about George's career, his love for travel and archaeology, and the creation of Touristica back in the 90s. I hope you enjoy. Hi, CC. <laughs> Hi, George. Hi. How are you? I know that you've been working on the latest issue of your magazine. Well, yes, it's uh, it's already uh, it's already done. Okay. It is published. It is already published. Yes, today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it's a lot of work, and it's such a big package every like every month when it comes out. So this this one. <laughs> this this issue has something like two. More than two hundred pages. So does that mean traveling is back again?、Uh, well, you know something. I always have a lot of articles and reports to cover, and I have、uh, a lot of、uh, you know、uh, many many colleagues、uh, everywhere in the world, and、uh, sometimes they travel from their side. Example: if he is in Paris and he goes to、uh, Tahiti. Uh, and then he prepared a, a report, and、uh, he sent it to me. And、uh, what we have to do is to、uh, to make the、um, uh, the uh, the artwork、uh, mm-hmm. with the we of course、uh, photos. We need uh, always uh, uh, high resolution photos because Touristica, in fact, it's a、uh, um, it's a deluxe magazine if you want because it has been、uh, founded in 1995. And the magazine was、uh, at the at the at the start. It was printed, and we decided to put it on the、um, on the web by two thousand seven, I believe, something like that,、okay. before anybody else. And、uh, now the magazines, we have something on the web. There is something like one hundred sixty-eight, one hundred sixty-eight issues till now. On the side, on the side that the one which was print, which was printed before, the paper was something like one hundred twenty grams. It's、uh, I don't know if you know about by the uh, uh, the paper. I mean the the, pa- the inside paper, and、uh-huh. the cover was still.、Uh, Cellophane, you know, cellophane with something like two hundred twenty grams. We were giving a lot for the magazine to be studied, to be sent, like on a high level.、Uh, yep. And that's it. Now it is on the web, but we started on the web before anybody else. And this magazine、mm. was, in fact,、uh, it was. We were in need of a such magazine in this、uh, in the nineteen ninety five. Because you couldn't find really magazines like the one we have now, Touristica. In fact, it has been founded in、uh, in Beirut in nineteen ninety five. That's where you were. Were you you're from Lebanon, right? I am from Lebanon. I'm Lebanese. Yeah. And I I had my advertising and marketing office with graphic design in Lebanon in Beirut. And I had relations, a lot of relations with the Ministry of Tourism at that time. I mean, in the in the nineties, and、uh, even before the nineties. Let's talk eighties. <laughs> okay. Oh yes, it's a long, long time. 
in the 80s, uh -huh. in fact, we started. And um, there, there were a need of an association, uh, Lebanese associations, uh, to promote uh, Lebanon and the area, the region. And I was the first and the, uh, the youngest uh, uh, president of an association who was a member of the World Federation of Journalists and Travel Writers. They, they call it Fijet. It, it has been founded in, uh, uh, um, in Belgium, in Bruxelles. And uh, I had the contacts with, with many, many countries at that time, a lot of colleagues, something like 45 countries around the world. <laughs> well, this is history, eh? Um, <laughs> really, it's uh, that I just remember all this, uh, these years. And yeah. uh, yes, at that time, after some years, the Arab uh, Arabs, the Arabs countries like uh, United Arab Emirates and Saudi Arabia and Kuwait, you know, the Gulf area, there, there were the need of uh, uh, um, to make some promotion also for their countries at that time. And uh, I founded the Arab Federation of Journalists and Travel Writers. And I made myself as first vice president of the Arab Federation. And uh, we chose a person, a colleague from, uh, from Egypt, who was working for the, uh, he was a chief editor of a newspaper called Al-Gumhuriya, which, which means the Republic. And uh, it was very known uh, uh, newspaper, I believe it's still uh, appearing. And um, we made him president because I didn't have time also uh, to be everywhere. Uh, then uh, I was the president of the Lebanese Association of Journalists and Travel Writers. And uh, I stayed there for a long, 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 long time. And afterwards, in fact, I founded another, in fact, with, with some colleagues, the uh, Mediterranean Organization, Mediterranean Organization of Journalists and Travel Writers. Then uh, I was running something like four associations. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and this is why at that time uh, I could really uh, make a lot of uh, promotion of the area. And mm -hmm. sometimes uh, I meet something like, I remember something like 11 or 12 events. It, it is international events. Uh, uh, Lebanon and the region. Sometimes it was Jordan, Syria, Lebanon together. And uh, we receive each time something like between 250 or 350 journalists all over the world coming to, 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 to the area. And that makes a lot, a lot of promotion. And we always had a... Um, a subject, you know, a what we say, a um, to discuss, like um, um, biodiversity and ecotourism and something like that. At that time, it wasn't really uh, very uh, important or uh, known about it. But we did it. We ourselves we did it by the by the nineties. Wow. Yeah, I have already. Um, Many, uh, many travel writers uh, or uh, reporters or photographers uh, uh, everywhere in the world, and they are all related, uh, or I am related to them still, till today. And they, they give me their, uh, you know, they, they have to, um, to promote uh, the places where they go. And what I do, I, uh, I publish them in the magazine. This is why. Because now the tourism is getting back, if as you see, and uh, uh, people, the pandemic, uh, you know, the the COVID, and, and nobody is really not nobody, but uh, 
they are not talking like before uh, that the COVID is so um, cruel like it was, then possibly that we are going to, to, to finish with this uh, pandemic. And uh, this is why, and people, they are, they are really, uh, they had enough, you know, and yeah. they want to travel again. And uh, the people, also my, my colleagues, uh, they are feeling the same. They are traveling and they are sending their, their, uh, their results, their, their reports where they went, you know. And yeah. uh, I covered them. I covered them in the magazine. This is why there is a lot of uh, subjects uh, that we can read, and I'm yeah. I'm not I, I'm I can't get less than two hundred pages. Sometimes I'm trying <laughs> I'm trying to get it something like one hundred pages, but I can't. It's always more, or between one hundred twenty or one hundred forty or one sixty or two hundred. Yeah. This time is I believe two two hundred six pages something like that and there's wow. not a lot of advertising you know it's not a question of advertising eh? yeah i'm excited to read it but before we get into how traveling is coming back as you're saying i want to talk a little bit about um your early uh earlier training as a graphic designer so you were trained as a graphic designer back in lebanon but how did you end up um uh ah. transitioning to the world of tra uh, travel reporting and travel magazine in the 70s, uh, I went to a fine arts school. Mm -hmm. Then I, I, I went to, um, to get a kind of a diploma. And uh, in fact, in interior design and fine arts. And then afterwards, uh, in 76 or 77, during during the war in Lebanon, because we had the war in Lebanon since 1974, for 15 years or 16 years. <laughs> Even with that situation, uh, I was a professor at the Académie Libanaise des Beaux-Arts, Lebanese Academy of Fine Arts. It's known. It's known. It's 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 um, the name in French is Alba. I was giving also uh, some uh, uh, workshop uh, or uh, art shop uh, like um, artisanat uh, for a school called Collège Louis Wegman. Around 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 the seventy seven, I found I found it at that time in nineteen seventy seven. Huh? The Lebanese associations of uh, amateur artists and craftsmen, and I I had some several cooperative exhibitions of these uh, of artists and artisans. You know, it was also during the uh, events, the, the the bloody events that we had in Lebanon. But I was running all this. I don't know how. It is a question of um, I don't know of tenacity and because i like uh, i i like art uh, yeah. and uh, uh, of course tourism but there is something uh, 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 hidden in me which is archaeology mm. <laughs> yes i love archaeology i love the uh, i like to discover um, places and uh, old civilizations and um, something like that, you know. If you uh -huh. remember when we were in Turkey, we went to Cappadocia. Yes. And Turkey is very rich also in something called uh, old history. Yes. And uh, in fact, all the area, it's the old history and the old civilizations were there. Because uh -huh. also in Lebanon, I was doing some scuba diving. I can, I, I, I this is my my uh, my hobby, if you want. Wow. I do I do scuba diving, and I found a lot of pieces, old pieces in the sea. Wow! Oh, <laughs> what kind yes. of pieces did you find? Statues. Uh, I, I have them. Uh, I have them in my house in, in Lebanon. 
Wow. There is, well, now, uh, in fact, in my, my family house, the parents, uh-huh. something like small statues and coins. In fact, there is a lot, a lot of things that you can find uh, over there. You know, jars, example, but mm-hmm. not too much, not too much, because we don't have the, the um, we can't, uh, we can't have, uh, we have to, to, to give them to the, uh, to the authority if we find a lot, you know, but what I found it's in the sea. Usually they say that what you find in the sea is for you. You know what I mean? Finders keepers. Uh, yeah. What you find in the sea is we find the treasure in the sea. It is yours. But if you find it on land, it's uh-huh. for the government, you know? Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. This is what I, uh, I heard, but in fact, it's, uh, not big deal, you know, but in fact, I like that. I like to discover places. This is why I usually uh, I like to go to places um, like uh, the old, uh, um, um, what we say, the, the old uh, old countries, if you want, the yeah, Caribbean. Like ancient civilizations? Lit- yes, Latin America, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the, uh, the region of the Gulf area. Uh, mm-hmm. India, India, China, mm-hmm. there is a lot, a lot to see over there. Even Australia, you know, you, you'll find a lot, you know, because sometimes I don't go to the country, but I wrote about it because right. I make a lot of study about the country and I found a lot of informations, very interesting informations, and I keep them for the time that I can go and, uh, uh, and what we say and to um, and discover this place, you know? Right. So you do a lot of research beforehand. Yes. We, you have to have a lot. You have to make a lot of research. Once you are behind a, um, a, a, a printing or a magazine or a, uh, a media, you know, any media, it can be TV, radio or uh, printing, uh, Items. I mean, you have to have um, a lot of informations, and you have to be very, um, very perseverant, you know, uh, to be able to uh, to do the job. And you 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 need also something called what we say the uh, connaissance générale, general uh, general knowledge. Yes. Yeah, this is it. Because your travel magazine is not just, you know, where to go, where to stay, where to eat. It's also a lot of history and archaeology. Some of your passions blended in there. Yeah, because tourism, in fact, when we say tourism, it doesn't mean just going somewhere just like this, you know. No, tourism is... To to have fun. it, (laughs) It is. No, tourism, in fact, it's related to everything, to everything, to the economy, to the politics, to of the countries or, you know, uh, to the um, to the shopping, uh, 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 to the um, discovery of things or I mean, everything. Tourism is everything. Then when we say tourism, um, you are talking everything. You are talking about all kinds of subjects or mm. issues, you know. And is that what appealed? appealed you to uh, make the transition from, you know, uh, doing graphic design to actually uh, founding Touristica and this travel magazine, because it's such a broad um, magazine that you're able to kind of uh, put all your various interests in there. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) (laughs) Because you said earlier in the 70s, you were teaching art and there were many associations you were running. I'm just wondering what exactly is it that made you kind of decide to um, start Touristic International? And you've also been doing this for a very long time since then, and you, you stuck with it, right? Yeah. So I'm just curious, you know, why you decided to focus on this one thing and make it your, make it your um, focus. Yeah, well, uh, as I told you, uh, I made, uh, I, made uh, I, I learned the, uh, the interior design. And uh, I worked in graphic design at that time in the 70s in advertising agencies. Okay. And Mm -hmm. sometimes I had to travel 
to the Gulf, Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, something like that, to be able to, um, uh, to execute uh, uh, the pavilions, you know, the pavilion of, okay. of some items or some, uh, um, what we say, uh, uh, clients that we had uh, in these advertising agencies. Uh, example, uh, let's, let's talk about the Ceylon uh, tea, you know, the tea, Ceylon, who okay, comes yeah. from Sri Lanka, example. Mm -hmm. And uh, when we had a kind of event somewhere, uh, because at that time also you had Iraq, which was open. Uh, and afterwards, now there is a lot of problems, but before it was an open country like uh, uh, Saudi Arabia or Kuwait. And when we had when we had the events over there, the advertising agency uh, uh, to be able to promote this product or their product in this kind of events like uh, like commercial events, trading events, you know, forum or trading events, uh, mm -hmm. they had to do it at the site. Then they sent me because also, as as an interior designer and graphic designer. I could do this kind of job, you know? Oh, I see. Then uh, uh, afterwards, uh, uh, in the uh, in the 80s, uh, 79, 78, um, the, the problem in Lebanon that Beirut, which is the capital, was divided in two. I was living in, in a part and the company was in the other part, the other side. Then you can't go like like west like uh, east and west berlin example i'm giving you an idea uh-huh then east and west berlin then if you are in the east you can go to the west and if you are in the west you can't go to the east uh, at that time at that time it was something similar and uh, i said to myself why don't i myself um, I, I found uh, in an uh, advertising agency, and this is what I did. And I had a lot of clients from the area where I was, and uh, also the Ministry of Tourism. And this is why, in relation also with the Ministry of Tourism, asking me uh, to... Um, to found this association to be a part, to make a kind of promotion of the country. And uh, this is what I did. Uh, I found the Ara Lebanese, the Lebanese Federation, the Lebanese Association of Journalists and Travel Writers at that time, mm -hmm. I'm talking about the 80s. And uh, from that time also, I was traveling, representing Lebanon. Mm -hmm. And uh, yes, in the uh, board of directors, when we had a board of directors or an executive committee or a general assembly, um, a lot of journalists from everywhere, I was there. Sometimes I was, I, I go, uh, I, I were going to these places, uh, uh, I was going with, to these places with some colleagues also. Mm -hmm. And uh, the situations continue that way. And this is this is the the way I got um, in relation with tourism. You know what I mean? Then I was yeah. promoting tourism because I I am in the marketing, advertising agency, and graphic design. Then I can do everything. I see. And from that time till the 2006, uh, I I came to Canada to Montreal, and I'm continuing the same way uh, as there. You know, then I feel myself like a, um, the world is mine. It's not just Lebanon or Canada. Or, I feel that uh, that I am uh, I am everywhere. Like a citizen of the world. Like everywhere is your sort of yeah. your, your home. Like you're familiar with all the different places. Citoyen, way, because you have all these connections. Right. Citoyen du monde. Citoyen du monde, oh. the citizens of the world. Yes, citizen of the world. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's it. When I go, I feel myself uh, at home.
So then you moved to Quebec. Was that in the 90s? No, in 2006. So once you got to Canada, I'm curious, how did you carry on with your work um, on the travel magazine? Did you have difficulties um, uh, continuing the work now that you've changed a country or did it not affect that at all? It's a question of perseverance and the know-how <laughs> and the trust mm -hmm. and the trust also. People trust me and uh, um, it's a continuous thing, you know. Uh, if, if tomorrow I decide to go to, um, to Honolulu, example, <laughs> yeah, if I would like to go there today, today and anyhow, today it's not like yesterday. Today you can go anywhere and you can make your, your job from everywhere. Right? Yeah, that's true. Yes. Everything is on the web today. Everything is related. Mm -hmm. it, is, uh, it is the e-web. Everybody is going here and there. And like uh, the, uh, the example, it's the pandemic, the COVID-19. The people yep. sometimes, because they are fed up from where they are and they want to travel, they want to, to change uh, their the atmosphere and the uh, the places and you know the um, the landscapes then they go somewhere they stay there and you have countries they are today um, they are promoting this kind of uh, of things come to come to us come to us we give you everything you stay here you can make your work from from there and we give you uh, 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 reduced prices on this or that, you know, then uh, it, it, it becomes today a market, in fact. Wow. I think my friend actually did that. So she, she works full time for a company here in Canada. Yes. But um, she wanted to travel um, yeah. some more before she, you know, settled down. And she used the opportunity of the pandemic to actually go abroad and where she just traveled like several different uh, states in the United States in the span of probably two to three months. But she was still working during the daytime, but living in different places. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> I, I, can, I can give you examples also, but I mean, uh, they are all the same. <laughs> yeah. You can do it. Yeah. I can do it. Anybody can do it, you know? <laughs> It's kind of crazy how the world has come to this. Yes, yes. Things becomes crazy today. T tourism, yeah. it's, it's really open. The tourism today is really open everywhere. Mm. The most important is to keep peace. Peace and love. Because <laughs> look what's going in uh, today. In, 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 uh, yeah. yeah, you know, uh, between uh, Ukraine and, uh, and Russia. Yeah, Ru Russia. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is not the time. It is not really the time to do such a thing. No. You know, people, they are already, they are uh, uh, tired from the pandemic and they had war. Yeah. I mean, this is not the time. They have people that have to be peaceful. I mean, it is not time to make, I don't know. It's, I don't want to, to go to this uh, kind of subject because it's really, um, complicated yep but we yeah. don't want to talk about it we don't <laughs> want to talk about it yeah it's true so how many places how many countries have you been to have you counted but, you know i never counted no i never counted but sometimes i went some places more than than 20 times or 50 times or something like that A egypt example let's take egypt I was traveling okay. to Egypt something like four times a year. Four times. Oh my gosh, I haven't been there even once, but I'm dying to go. Yes, yes, four times a year. And each time I go, I found something new. Because sometimes wow. depends the places where I go and, uh, and discover. You have the high Egypt, you have the, uh, uh, the Delta, you have the, I mean, uh, there is many places to discover over there. Now, um, I believe that some countries or a lot of countries today, they are trying to open to the tourism. They feel that the tourism, the most important thing for economy and trade, 
like Saudi mm-hmm. Arabia, for example, let me tell, talk about Saudi Arabia. They have okay. they have a very huge projects on the uh, like we say Red Sea between Saudi Arabia, Egypt, and Egypt, and you have some isles that are going to make something like a bridge between Saudi Arabia and Egypt. Tomorrow you can go by car, you know, from a place like like France and England. You take oh. you, you take the um, the tunnel. Under, yeah. under, okay, but they are going to make something like a bridge, and uh, these things are coming. They are coming, but the next uh, decades, I believe it's uh, or years, or I don't know. But they are coming. They are trying to uh, to make um, to make from this area, which is today, it's uh, no no man's land now there is nothing over there sometimes in these places probably some small villages or something like that you are going to see a huge kind of um, uh, city city of tourism wow. new cities even egypt near cairo not far from cairo today they made a new city and people are moving from Cairo to the city because in Cairo you have something like 37 million, the populations of this, uh, of the capital. Some people comes every day uh, to, uh, uh, to the capital from, uh, from suburbs, something mm-hmm. like 15 or more, 15 million I'm talking. Then can you imagine how it... <laughs> It's it's a kind yeah, of the subway ride <laughs> in yeah, the morning. Yeah, a lot of people over there. This is uh, and it works. Yeah, it, it works. It works. But uh, they found that they had to do more, and this is why they are trying to. Uh, they are no, not trying, but they, they 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 are executing this city, which is not far, and people are going and live there. You know. This is why also the Saudi Arabia are doing a beautiful city, which is, I'm talking about billions of dollars, billions, 500 billions or more, because they are going something like a mega, mega city in this area. Then tomorrow you are going to see that you have many new places to go also, okay? It can be new, it can be old, because also Saudi Arabia, they have... Uh, uh, example, uh, 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 they have um, what we say um, old places to go to discover, like uh, uh, ruins, you know, mm-hmm. from old civilizations. They have it. Pe- people doesn't know. They, they, uh, they, they, they didn't visit it. Some places that are not visited yet, but they have these things. And this is why today their infrastructure is to build this mega city uh, with all kinds of um, uh, what we say history, uh, history tourism uh, about oh. all around, you know, that you can go there and you can go and visit the places. Uh, it's, it's, it's wonderful. It's, I mean, this is new things that uh, it will happen. And uh, I like that because when? In a few years, perhaps you are going to find these. The, already, they are uh, they are on move. Eh? They started. Look, look what happened in Dubai. Example: Dubai in 2000. I mean, 20 years ago, it was a small city, and they since 2000. I was there. I was there in 2002, I believe. I went to a beautiful hotel, Hilton, I believe, or Sheraton, mm-hmm. and I went and visited a place called Al Ain. They have a kind of uh, gazelle, which is uh, the gazelle, which is the uh, surf, 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 mm-hmm. uh, from from so from the Arab countries. They live there, you know, and uh, uh, they have a kind of villas or residence places in the Sahara. You go there, you have your own swimming pool. It looks like a tent. But it is not a tent. It is everything is built. Uh, there is an infrastructure, a new infrastructure, but they made it with the um, 
uh, decoration like the uh, design of the uh, the tent of the uh, Arab Arab worlds, you know, in the in the Sahara. Yep. If you go there, you can find uh, new things, and you, you you will love it. You will love it. Yeah. The Middle East is part of the world that I don't know too much about, but I've always been curious and wanted to explore because it's such a different culture from so many other places in the world. And um, the way of life, their culture is something that I'm really, really curious about. And you just introduced some of the interesting things that they've done there. Um, so are these countries in the Middle East, are they open right now to tourists? Oh, oh, oh yes, yes, yes. They are open, of course. You can go anytime you want. Okay. No, and that, Egypt too. Egypt too, and uh, Morocco. Okay. Morocco, they already opened also. Uh, they, they are they are facilitating to people to come over, and some countries are. Uh, they decide uh, the government decide uh, to uh, to welcome everybody, even the people who are not um, vaccinate, vaccinated. You know. Uh, if they find that somebody is coming, he's not vaccinated, but he's okay. He's not, uh, um, I mean, uh, positive. he's not positive. Uh, why not? I mean, he can stay there. And it, because today the, the COVID, they are trying to find a, a solution for it. Already they, there is a lot of solutions. And uh, this is why example, let me give you an example. Uh, I, get, I had been invited to go to Fitkuba. It's called the Feria Internacional de Turismo de Cuba. It happened every year. I was there in 2019. It was the last time I went. Uh, in fact, I went twice because also I went to another um, another event. It was in the in the mountains of Cuba. Topes, the place is called Topes de Colantes. It's something. Okay. It's something else. When you go there, it is raining all the time, <laughs> and you are in Cuba. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. It, it is different, and at the same time, in Dominican Republic, you have also same uh, same kind of um, uh, what you, of landscapes or the uh, what we say infrastructure of the of the place. I mean. Uh, the, the land, you know, they, they have mountains, they have a lot of mountains. There is a lot of things to discover in these areas or Mexico City or Mexico uh, as Mexico, you know, um, like in the United States. When I went to Virginia, I had the Virginia Beach, but also mm -hmm. you have the mountains on the west side, you know, then uh, yeah. Virginia is beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> But you can find uh, um, diversity over there. It's in incredible. Yeah. And it is not far from here. Uh, I yeah. Iceland is trying to open, and it is opening today, uh, to the world also, to the tourism. Ashores, they want to make from Ashores, the island of Ashores, Azor, Les Azores, which is a Portuguese island in the middle of the Atlantic. It will be a new destination for the Canadian. They are making from Ashores a new destinations for Canadian. Wow. Then if you don't want to go uh, to Cuba, to Mexico, Dominican Republic, Miami, uh, I mean, you know, United States, you can go also to, uh, to there, you know. Uh, yeah. Honduras is open in a way. And you have Guatemala. Of course, you have a lot of places, uh, El Salvador, uh, and uh, also uh, Panama. Panama, they are very interested now also to open in Chile and Argentina, Colombia. There is a lot, a lot of places to discover, and people. I'm, I'm in, re, I'm in contact with all these people to see when mm -hmm. I will be able to go and discover and be able to report or to make a kind of promotion for yeah. these places. Tell more people about them, yeah. Yeah. Do you remember when we were in in, uh, in Istanbul? Huh? It was something uh, beautiful over there. It was beautiful. It was actually 
one of the best trips I've ever had, to be honest with you. Like, I, I've i been on trips, um, you know, just with my family and myself, but um, like Istanbul, it's something else. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is a very old uh, place, uh, it's, uh, mm-hmm. old civilizations. And yeah. It's really... Yeah, it's uh, the, the history, um, just the landscape itself being um, uh, surrounded by water and the people there, it was just... Uh, Amazing. Very, very exciting. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah. The the bazaars and the blue was it the blue mosque that we the saw? blue mosque Hagia Sophia. Yeah, yeah. 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 And and that I was my first introduction to like um to to that part of the world, and it was beautiful. It was just like in those fairy tales you read about, you know, like yeah. Aladdin or something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was like one thousand and one uh, one night. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely but in real life and then you're just like wow it actually exists <laughs> yeah yeah it's beautiful yeah. yeah i know and the yeah. food and the food was uh, was something eh? remember yeah the restaurants oh, yes. i'm wondering in terms of like um you said that a lot of, a lot of um countries are open to tourists right now but do you still have to do the the 14 day quarantine no um no it's no. just as long as you have the like the vaccine passport um to prove that you're vaccinated, you can just go and travel wherever. Yeah, right. That's really great. Then you can just pick up a bag and travel like almost back to normal again. <laughs> I want to hear more about um, the, the, the trips you've already been on um, during the pandemic time and how you found those to be. Like you said, you, you've been to Virginia. Did you visit anywhere else? And what were those trips like, um, you know, under the pandemic conditions? No, it wasn't pandemic. It was in nine. 19- in 2019, I believe, I was oh. there. Oh. Yes. Did you go anywhere during the pandemic? No, during the pandemic, uh, uh, no, I didn't have the opportunity to go anywhere. I see. Yeah, most of us were stuck home, I think. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. I yes, I discovered Montreal. <laughs> rediscovered Montreal. I discovered Please Montreal. Please tell me more about where to go in Montreal. I mean, I can go there like tomorrow if I want to. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome anytime. Yeah. Of yeah. course. So, um, give us a recommendation of your top places to visit um, this year. Oh, oh my God. What a question. <laughs> it is, yeah, it's, uh, I, you know, uh, I like old places. Okay, um, now it uh, depends what we want, what we need, what, we, what we'd like to see. You have an um, example, um, I wrote about Sicily in this, uh, this number, uh, this uh, issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sicily, Palermo, uh, the capital Palermo and Sicily. Okay. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. If you go there, you know, it is just, uh, you you go to to Italy. Um, in fact, it's Italy, but Sicily. It's just in um, s- uh, some kilometers by by uh, by sea from Sicily to Italy, South Italy. You know. Mm-hmm. Then, if you go to Sicily, you can go by by ferry boat to Italy, and you can discover these two places. Also, you have the other island, which is Sardinia. Mm-hmm. Also, it's a very, very beautiful place to discover. And if you are in Italy, there is a lot to do and to see. And from Italy, from the other side of Italy, on the Adriatic Sea, easily you go also by ferry boat to Croatia. You know, you go to Dubrovnik and you go to Slovenia. Um, there is a there is a lot of places. Italy, Italy example. It's just on the border with Slovenia. And uh, if you go to Venice, Venezia, Venice, Venice, Venice. From Venice, from Venice, you have some hours. You are in Slovenia. Other hours, you are in Croatia. Europe is small, small countries comparing to Canada or to United States. You know, then from you can go from Paris to Italy, to to Roma, to Milano, okay, uh, to Amsterdam, Holland. You 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 can make uh, uh, you go and discover many places 
uh, in just in 10 days. That's a very pa tightly packed trip. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> I, I did it myself, you know. I did myself. Yeah. You have Austria because in 2000, in the end of 2019, I was in Austria and Vienna. It's a beautiful place also to visit. Yep, I've been there too. They closed for the pandemic. Now they are open. Everybody is open today. Look, a recommendation to go if we are in Quebec. For us, it's easy and four hours to be in, in four hours. You can be in Mexico, um, Dominican Republic, uh, Cuba. Uh, Puerto Rico, uh, ashore is possibly a little bit more time, uh, something like eight hours. But uh, United States just on the uh, on the corner, you can go to uh, to New York, to New Hampshire, or you know, I mean, uh, United States is beautiful. United States, I went to Portland uh, in 2018, I believe. And uh, I made a tour uh, in a sail, I mean, a sailor, you know, a sailboat. It's an old uh, 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 boat, but we made the islands over there. Uh, we went for six, six days and we made nice. the, yeah, yeah, it was, it was very, very nice. Yes. Now that the world has uh, reopened, um, are there restrictions still, though, on what you can do once you get to those places? I mean, I don't think it's going to be the exact, exact same as um, traveling before uh, pandemic times. Are there um, limited entertainment? Are there limited things to do? Like, um, like what, what's the difference if you're traveling these days compared to before? And is there still going to be that excitement for people? the travel agencies and tour operators and all this stuff, they are getting back to work. Of course, we need some time eh? uh, because perhaps some of them decided just not to work anymore in this field because uh, they are fed up from the what's happening or they, they changed their kind, their, their job. It exists. But uh, the big companies, uh, they are uh, they are here. They they, they reopen again, and they uh, you can travel as usual with them. And sometimes okay. these these tour operators or these travel agencies, uh, mostly the tour operators, because they sell to the tour, to the travel agencies. Uh, they look like they look and they they read magazines like Touristica. Just to know. Uh, what's new, okay, because they have information, what is new, and uh, what we can sell to our clients, to the people who wants to travel here or there. You know what I mean? Perhaps mm -hmm. they don't have examples. They don't have example, um, let's say, um, uh, Sardinia in their program. If I write about Sardinia and they know that Sardinia is, they see the photos and the text and the, uh, and it's interesting, then why not uh, Sardinia? They continue making their contacts, okay, with hotels existing over there, with tour operators over there, you know, they get mm -hmm. interested and they make their own program to this country, example, and they sell it after or afterwards uh, to the uh, to the to clients or to people who want yeah. to travel. And sometimes these tour operators or travel agents, sometimes the tour operator is also a travel agent at the same time. You know, mm -hmm. okay, because there are different between tour operators and uh, and travel agent. But sometimes the big one, the uh, the huge one, they, 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 they make both. You know, they are tour operators and tra travel agents. Uh, then they invite these people to go, but of course, reducing prices. Now they are trying to reduce prices. 20%, 30%, you pay less to go here and wow. there. They want to open to the world. They want to sell to the world, you know. This is why uh, now you can find uh, a lot of uh, reductions of prices. That's good. So that it's cheaper to travel now compared to yeah, before. No, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is true. Now it's cheaper to travel around everywhere. Well, I'm glad to hear that everything is coming back because 
it's been a while that everybody's been stuck at home and i think you're right everybody's so sick of it we are and all sick we are all sick of it yeah. We are all... yeah we've just been sitting at home and doing nothing okay not nothing but you know what i mean <laughs> no I, I, myself i need to 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 um to travel i need to find new things to go and take photos and Make, to explore, to like, to explore, you know, something to before, feed right. you to your mind, you know, that kind of stuff to make life interesting and exciting again. Right, right, right. Yeah. And I believe uh, what I feel and you feel, everybody is feeling the same. Yep, absolutely. Also, yeah. you have you have to know that also you have now uh, new um, airlines, companies, airlines companies. There is some small or big companies they open even here in Canada you can go from a place to another by some uh, aircrafts but small uh, small one and mm-hmm. uh, not expensive not expensive sometimes a ticket from Montreal to Toronto it's um, less than uh, uh, $125 oh nice yes yeah you see that uh, prices are sometimes getting getting uh, low now uh, the the problem uh, we, we don't we, we don't we are not going to discuss this but uh, with the uh, with the petrol you know with the uh, yeah the, the gas the, the gas, gas is, 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 yes uh, the gas is going up because of the uh, the war between uh, ukraine and uh, and russia yeah. uh, possibly that you have to pay more your ticket Oh, I see. You see, yeah, sometime. I hope that it will, this uh, this um, bloody event will finish soon. Yeah, it, it can't continue that way. It can't continue mm. that way because this is bad for all the uh, the market or the economy of all the Europe countries, East and mm-hmm. West, East countries and West countries, all of them, all Europe. It's very yeah. bad. If somebody today uh, wants to go, wants to go to somewhere, I don't know, uh, uh, to Slovakia, example. Yep. He, he will say, no, I'm not going. This is not the time. Or I want to go to Poland. No, I'm not going now, you know. Then people yep. are going to change their mind for, for traveling. And this is really very bad for the economy of countries. Let's, yep. hope, let's hope for the best. And, and we have to talk peace and love. I hope so. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I think that's a nice message to leave at. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you so much, George, for uh, this lovely conversation. And I look forward to reading the, the new issue, the newest issue of Touristica. I thank you very much, uh, Sisi. And uh, hope we are going to, uh, to meet again very soon. George Kahe is the founder of Touristica International, an award winning magazine covering the tourism industry. You can read issues of his magazine at touristica.ca. Also, if you like what you just heard, please do subscribe to my podcast and head over to cc-wang.com, that's S-I-S-S-I-W-A-N-G.com for more interviews like this one, plus read about the guests you just heard and see pictures from the interviews. Thank you so much for listening and supporting the show. Until next time.